The following is a hoop ball presentation. What's up, Grizz Nation? Welcome to the show. I'm your host, David Williams, along with the Sanders. This is Hoop Ball Grizz. It is weekly preview time. We are back for a busy week this week for the Grizzlies. Five of them. Five games, two back-to-backs. The good news about the back-to-back is after today's game, when they get home, they're in Memphis. There's no travel, so they do have a Tuesday-Wednesday back-to-back, a day off on Thursday, and then a Friday-Saturday Friday, Friday, back-to-back. Friday-Saturday, yep. So, busy, busy week. The Grizzlies are currently 10-11 on the season, coming off of a... Um, Oh, man, I don't know what the best word is for the loss to the Lakers. <laughs> it's not a good one, though, because no. that was... So LeBron got a warning for the flopping, and so did Kyle Kuzma, but I didn't know that they gave warnings anymore. I thought that the rule, you know, like they were getting fined. It's like non-existent anymore. Yeah, the, the face of the league flops, and oh, yeah, we're going to... Let me give you a warning. Slap your hand. Yeah. Don't do that again. <laughs> it was completely lopsided. I've I've I'm never a guy, never one that makes the excuse, well, the referees took them out of the game. I don't. There's stuff that the Grizzlies could have done different, sure. But this game goes to the refs. Are the Grizzlies supposed to beat the Lakers? No. They are not supposed to beat the Lakers. It's I go back to a game last year, and Sam, I'm sure you're going to remember it as soon as I start talking about it here. The Anthony Davis game, when Anthony Davis shot more free throws than the entire team, had a monster game against the Grizzlies. Jan yeah, was in foul that. trouble early. We get one of these a year against the Lakers, and Richard Jefferson at one point said, I don't know how that was not a continuation. The only thing I can think of is it's not a continuation because you're playing the Lakers. That's a good way to put it. National analyst, not a Grizzlies analyst, Richard Jefferson wow. <laughs> said that on national TV. Should have been continuation. It was not continuation because you're playing the Lakers. I didn't know he said that. Wow. Right yeah. on. I'll tell you, I, I did not finish the game. I got so frustrated, I just went to bed. I was tired anyway, yeah. and I'm like, man, this is ridiculous. The discrepancy in the free throws between the two teams was ridiculous. It honestly was. And so, anyway, lost the Lakers 10-11 on the season, five-game week. Game one is Sunday, today, yesterday, I guess, depends on when you listen to the podcast here. But it is Sunday against Sacramento in Sacramento. And then the last four games are all at home at the FedEx Forum. You got the Pelicans on Tuesday, OKC on Wednesday, the Pistons on Friday, and the Phoenix Suns coming to town on Sun Saturday, not Saturday, Sunday. They are the Suns. We're playing them on Saturday. Yeah, Suns on Saturday. Say that ten times fast. Before we jump into the game, Sammy B, yes. let's hit it up right here, right now, 
The Hootball Headliner. The Hootball Headliner. The month of February on Hootball Headliner is Mr. D. Anthony Melton, the Swiss Army Knife, Mr. D. Something, lover of tacos. <laughs> and what are we learning about him today, Sam? Yeah, baby. <laughs> All right. This was pretty neat because he has a couple favorite players in the NBA right now. Okay. And they're young players, believe it or not. Take, can you take a guess? Just take a guess. Um, man, they're young. Are they on the team or not? Are they, they are not on the Grizzlies. They're not on the no. Grizzlies team. Young players. Well, I could tell you. I'll even tell you the teams they're on. How about that? Oh, that probably makes it too easy. I'll okay. just throw out Luca, no. Luca, and De'Aaron Fox. Man, I thought you were going to say one. Luca is not. De'Aaron Fox is not either. I thought no. that I, this is who they are: DeAndre Ayton and okay. Michael Porter Jr. Okay. I saw that and I'm like, I have to put that. I have to. That, that's kind of neat, actually, because he's like, I figured it would be like, oh, I like LeBron James and oh, I like this guy, you know, Anthony Davis. And it's like, no, it's DeAndre Ayton and Michael Porter Jr. I was like, okay, that's cool. I like them too, but that's neat. All right. I, I'm i not uh, on this. I don't dislike Ayton, but he's definitely not one of my favorites. And uh, I hope Michael Porter does well because he played. College basketball in my home state. Yes. All right. That's why I like MPJ as well. Let's jump into the games. That's it for we will. Uh, let's see. what what Man, yeah, we still got uh, a couple more weeks of Mr. D'Anthony Melton. So you'll get some more uh, tidbits. Mr. Do Something, Swiss Army Knife Lover of Tacos, DeAndre Ayton, and Michael Porter Jr. Learned Two favorite something. young players. That's right. Learn something new every day. All right, Sammy B, let's jump into the first matchup. That is Sunday in Sacramento. The Kings are 12-13 and 13 on the season. They are currently sitting ahead of the Grizzlies in the standings. They are in 10th place. They're 7-3 and three in their last 10 games. Been playing good basketball. What you got, man? What's the, uh, what's the career numbers looking and like in this one? This one's not as bad as some of the other ones we've done. The Kings lead 52-41 to 41 all time. So that's not awful. But their last 10 against them, the Grizzlies are 3-7. and seven. So that's like if that was flipped, yeah, it it'd, almost be be, it'd be almost tied. Yeah. Um, their last win was December 21st of 2019. Do you remember that game? Because we were there. Yeah, that's the game that we upgraded. Yeah. Yeah, we, we were sitting in like... Well, well that, that, that was when we did the season tickets, and that was when we were actually sitting... In the uh, uh, where we, I don't I can't think of what section we sit in, but we were sitting in our normal seats, and that was the guy, the Kings guy that was trash talking, mouthing what not the whole game. They end up losing. Do you remember that? Cause you were there. I remember that. I didn't. I thought the game. Was, uh, anyway, no, because yeah. that, that was the beginning. I of remember. Our whole I season. remember that guy because he was wearing a uh, Mike Bibby. Yep. Kings jersey. Yep. And this dude was super obnoxious. Stupid. And when the game was over, there were more more than one person. <laughs> that, there, there was more than one person that kind of was just giving that dude the yeah. business going well, up the stairs. That just happens. That just happens. <laughs> yeah, you talk talk trash. Who look who's in the playoffs? I remember that. So when we, you remember, I said when we upgraded because we were setting like not courtside, but on along the side of the. court. Oh, it's when we moved. Yeah. Okay. I thought I that was mean. the game because didn't they play the Kings in that game too? I don't remember. I don't. Maybe I that don't was a Clippers that. game. Maybe. I don't know if I went to the – I didn't go to the Clippers, so that might be what it was. 
you were with me because we we well, were it was, not, the, it was the Kings then. Uh, yeah, it had to be. Yeah, we we were not setting in. We were setting in like one fourteen or something like that. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. They played the Kings that day too. But okay. This isn't the game I'm talking about. This was a different one. Okay. Yep. All right. But no, that guy was obnoxious. Yes, that's what I'm going to say. And he uh, he got that's all right. He got he got the business <laughs> he, on the way out. Really they didn't did. cut him no slack. I was loving it. It was great. See, I, I mentioned De'Aaron Fox playing well. You know, he he got the Player of the Week last week. He's averaging 23 points, three rebounds, seven assists this year. Harrison Barnes was on fire there for a stretch. There was one point for a two-week stretch that he was averaging over 20 in a game. He's kind of having, um, man, I don't know if you want to call it a resurgence because he didn't really have an awful season last year, but he's playing better than what I thought he would. He's at 16-6-4 at this point of the season, and those two guys are a big reason as to why the Kings are winning basketball games. Sammy B., in order for Memphis to go into Sacramento and beat these guys, number one thing they got to do. Defense. Weak, Sam. Defense, defense. Okay, no. score more points. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get So um, the, the guy that does the Locked on Grizzlies podcast, he shared a stat the other day, and that the Grizzlies were in the top ten – and defensive rating in the league in that seven-game win streak, I want to say eighth. I'm not 100% sure, but I, th- I think it was eighth. Since they had that layoff, they're 28th in the league in defensive rating. Ew. So, yep. I, you know, we need when, 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 we're, when we're talking about this stuff, my son's like, you say they got to do the same thing every game in order to win, and I'm like, nah, I, it's not the same thing every game. But... Defense is extremely important. The the Grizzlies team, as shorthanded as they are right now, they've got to stop the other team in order to beat them because they're not going to outscore anybody unless they're just having a crazy, like one of those can't-miss nights. They're not just going to go and and blow the doors off of anybody. Defense is definitely key in this game. You got an interesting matchup in the big man. You got uh, Rashawn Holmes. Probably the most underrated big man in the league. I love Rashawn Holmes. Go ahead, man. That reminds me of that game we went to because the two guys that sit next to us, he leaned over and asked you, who is that guy? And you're like, that is the best guy you've <laughs> never heard of, Rashawn Holmes. Yeah, dude, yes. that's uh, – yep, he he is great. So that, that's going to be a good matchup for JV down there. I don't know how they'll go. You know, Whiteside – it kind of varies. His playing time varies depending on who the other center is. Um, so you may or may not see Whiteside in this game against JV. My guess is you probably don't see Whiteside because you're going to have Holmes matched up against JV. And then when JV is off the floor, you're looking at Tillman. And you're you're just not – I don't think that they go Whiteside there. So I'm not – not that he's a concern anyway. If he plays, I think that increases the Grizzlies' chance to win. I can't disagree with that one. So defense, they definitely got to step it up. They they have uh, the last couple games, the game against Charlotte, and even the game against the Lakers, nothing you can do about the calls or lack thereof in that game. But I, I think overall they played pretty well in that game. Mr. Do-somethings, career stats against the Sacramento Kings. 
look like this. 13.6 points per game, four rebounds, four assists, 1.4 steals, and slightly under a block a game. Unfortunately, he is not healthy, and he will not be playing. He will miss I hate that we we picked him as our uh, February hoop ball headliner, and then he goes down with a shoulder injury, and it's like, oh. It's like, well, crap. Yeah. Grayson Island played great in the the Lakers game. Actually picked him up in a league that I'm behind on three-pointers. Just a fire. I had somebody I could drop, and I'm like (laughs) – so I I had Jared Vanderbilt from Minnesota, and they hadn't been playing him. And I'm like, you know what? Grayson has been shooting a three pretty well. I need some threes. I'm down by five. Get him. It's a possibility that he himself can catch that up for me. So I'm firing him out there. Probably won't play him more than one game, to be honest. But <laughs> anyway, nobody cares about my fantasy team. But just a little side note there. It's always good to know, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not scared to stream him. You know, that's uh, – Bain is gone. I uh, I don't think I didn't see his name on the list, but I th- I don't think that he's going to be with them. I think he'll be back with the team when they get back to Memphis. But he is in Indiana because his uh, his grandmother passed away. So that's uh, prayers out to his family. That's that's never an easy thing to deal with. So Grayson is is going to be on the floor, going to get plenty of playing time with Melton and Bain not there. There's nobody to stop him from getting playing well, time. So they are in trouble. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, they, you're. What are they, eight deep now? <laughs> Nine. Well, you've got to have eight to play. Uh, Brandon Clark was upgraded to. He's it? questionable. And then uh, Sean McDermott was mm-hmm. questionable as well, which I don't know that you're going to see him on the floor at all, but I, I'm trying to wrap my mind around why he's not with the G League at this point. Who knows? So. Got to play good. Got to play good defense against Sacramento. They are playing great basketball right now. That team seems to have bought into what Luke Walton is trying to sell them. We'll see what happens. Moving on. Oh, game number two. The kryptonite team. The unicorn. Yes. The New Orleans Pelicans are coming to Memphis. Mm. We talked about the last game enough, and... Grizzlies easily, easily could have won that game. Gave up a 20-2 run in the fourth. You cannot do that and win basketball games. The Pelicans are 11-14 and 14 on the season. They're 6-4 and four in their last 10. And they are behind the Grizzlies currently in 12th place in the West. DeAnthony Melton's career numbers against the Pelicans, 6.6 points. 6.6, 3.3 rebounds, 2.1 assists. And just over a steal per game. His blocks were not really there. He had one block over the course of, I think it was seven or eight games. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah. what do the career numbers look like against the Pelicans? These ones are nuts because as much as we've seen them play them in the last couple years, they've just seemed to lose. Mm -hmm. So, it's Pelicans lead 38 to 30, and their last 10, the Grizzlies are 2 and 8. So, it's like, Win some game, guys. You actually would be ahead in this thing. Gosh. Yeah. So, you know, BC with him going questionable into this Kings game, if he doesn't play tonight, I expect him to be back for this Pelicans game. That will make a difference. He was not healthy. He did not play in the last one. And Sam's like, well, maybe if BC was there, we Mm would have. I don't know. I was 
frustrated. I didn't think that that would have made that much difference. It, but it gives you another big body against the the Pels big men. If they but if they had everybody, Jaron, mm-hmm. Brandon, everybody, you know that that very well could go the other well, way. Yeah, I mean, I know I'm not that counting, saying, I know we're what if in here. I'm but. not even talking about Jaron at this point. Not because I I want to see Jaron back. I'm ready to see him back. Same. But until I see a change on this injury report or I get some form of an update, I'm not gonna be like, well, if we had Jaron, if we had Justice, if no, I'm just going to move forward as if those guys just don't really exist at this point because <laughs> you can't count on anything. True. And, it, like, don't take that into, oh, I think Jaron's injury prone and they don't need – that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is at this point in the season, I'm not counting on those guys being there. So I don't ever look at a game and I'm like, oh, well, you know, if Jaron had been healthy, because Jaron hadn't been healthy all season. They've been playing without him. So, you know, I, my expectations right now are for the team minus Jaron and Justice. You know what you got to do to win this game? You you have to limit second chance points. You, you have to rebound the basketball against this Pelicans team with Steven Adams one of the better offensive rebounders in the game, Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram can pull down. Re- like they've got quite a few guys that are going to be crashing the boards. Josh Hart is probably the best positional rebounder in the game right now. You know he's averaging, I think, right at eight boards a That's game what I was about to say. as a eight. guard. Yeah. You know, so that they've got guys that are going to be crashing the boards. That's crazy. And the Grizzlies out rebounded them last time is what blows my mind. If you had told me leading into that game that the Memphis Grizzlies out-rebound the Pelicans, I'm I'm saying that the Grizzlies win. Still say they should have. The fourth quarter was turmoil, catastrophe, insert bad adjective, however you want to break it down. Awful. Terrible. Got to do better. You got anything else on the uh, Pelicans matchup, man? Mm, they've lost their last four. That's what the only thing I didn't say. Mr. Positivity over <laughs> here. <laughs> well, hey, the only thing is it's up now, so they've got this. Yep. Really, really hope that they win this one. We'll see. I, um, I'm um, i going to holler at Lyle and see if we can't get a uh, post game together in with Lyle. I think that'll be good. It's been uh, – it works out where when they, they play the evening game – he, it's right around the time that we can hit up a post game together. So I'm going to see if I can't get Lyle on for a post game, have a little friendly trash talk. It's always good. I love having Lyle on the show. A lot of great insight. Just a, he's a great dude. I just hate that he covers the Pelicans. I wish he covered a team that was uh, – That lost to the Grizzlies sometimes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I've not had much uh, – you know, I can talk trash, but he gets the last laugh, especially lately. Moving on, game number three Wednesday against the Oklahoma City Thunder. They are 10-15 and 15 on the season, 4-6 and six over the last 10 games, and they are almost dead last in the West, 14th. Sammy B., what do you got? The career numbers? This one's kind of crazy because that's, that's what I said earlier. It's like, you know, you really don't think that it would be this bad, but then you're like, well, Thunder did have Kevin Durant. They did have Russell Westbrook and James Harden and all that. They're 
they are 63 to 29. Thunder 63, Grizz 29. That is just like that's like um, that's like Spurs <laughs> numbers there. Yeah, that, it, that's, it's uh, that's pretty lopsided. They're, I will say this: I think that the Grizzlies win this game. OKC has been dealing with injuries almost to the same extent that mm-hmm. the Grizzlies have this season. Yep. You know, SGA is, has spent some time away from the court. You know, like he's missed time. George Hill is still out. Uh, Theo Maladon actually was moving into the starting role, and then he got injured. Or, like, I don't know that he's hit with he's, COVID. Wasn't yeah, that it? Yeah, I think he's a uh, health and, and safety protocols. But still, that's just you know, bad luck. Al Horford has missed some time. Mm-hmm. Pretty much anybody on that roster, I think really the only two that have been healthy this entire season so far for them has been – uh, Isaiah Roby and Darius Baisley. Baisley, I think he's missed a couple. He hadn't missed many. I do yeah. know he's missed it, but yeah, you're right. You know, th- th- they've had luck similar to the Grizzlies. This is a rebuilding team. They've got some veteran pieces, again, in Al Horford. The Grizzlies can 100% win this game at home. If they don't win this one, I'm going to be pretty upset. But it is the second game of a back-to-back. You know, the Pelicans are going to make them work. It's not going to be a, a steamrolling thing where you have guys taking time off. The Pelicans are going to make them work. That's going to be a tough game. And this may be a scheduling loss right here, unfortunately, to a team that the Grizzlies are more than capable of beating, even even in their current state of not being fully healthy themselves. If this wasn't a back-to-back, say they play the Pelicans like tomorrow mm-hmm. and then they play the Thunder Wednesday, I would totally say they would beat them Wednesday, 100%. Yeah. The Anthony Melton career numbers, the hoop ball headliner, he is not doing great against OKC. Ooh. Four points a game, four rebounds, three assists, one steal. Not his best numbers against the team. I think his highest scoring it has been so far, it's been against the Kings. Uh, you know, averaging 13, oh, just under 14 points a game against the Kings. Not bad. So we'll move on from there. I, I think. Like I said that that game. If the Grizzlies lose that game, it is just simply a scheduling loss. We'll get our predictions in. We're going to finish talking about these, and we'll see five games slate. Sammy Boy said two and one. I said one and two. <clears throat> <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. What you one and two? Yeah, I, that's, that's not what, a win. They're one and two. But I called it. Well, you said so, two and one, and so, I said one and two. Doesn't matter. I'm positive over here. Yeah, you're negative. You're negative positively Nancy. a loser because I wore you well, out. You're last a week. negative Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> Just being realistic, man. They were not Fair playing enough. good. No, I get it. All right, game number four. Here's another thing about Wednesday. Weather may play a role in this game. True. As the, the snow <laughs> is coming in. I didn't think of that. Is OKC going to be able to get in here? I think that they will. We'll see. That's going to be. Uh, they might be able to get to the airport, but are they going to get out of the airport? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's man, who knows with this uh, snow apocalypse that's supposed to be coming in here. No kidding. Game four is Friday against the Pistons. And of course, of course, there, there's like. It, there has to be weather. Yes, this is like nuts. So, obviously, Blake Griffin is well past his prime, and he's on the downhill part of his career. Blake Griffin, and don't shoot Sam if you meet him, because, you know, I know that Please as Grizzlies fans, we're supposed to hate Blake Griffin. Yeah. 
But Sam has liked Blake Griffin throughout his entire career. Been I watched one of his the man get players. drafted. I watched the man get drafted. And so he uh been a huge fan. We have had some awful luck when it comes <laughs> no to trying kidding. to get down to Memphis to see him actually play against the Grizzlies. For a few years now, it's been... He has been, you know, like we would watch it and like, okay, we got tickets, we're good to go, and then injuries. Or, you know, or just, just whatever, like injuries or weather or, you know, something would come up that would keep us from going down there. We've both requested off of work. <laughs> we're like, we're going down early. We'll go down. We'll hang out. Now COVID comes. We're not really going to get to go down all that early because there's not a whole lot that you can do right now. And but now, now there's weather. Weather. Is what it is. It, there's a lot of interesting stuff in this Pistons game, though. There's a lot of... So the Pistons are 7-19, 7 and 19 on the season, 4 and 6 on their last 10. They are last place in the East right now and just slightly ahead of the Timberwolves for the worst record in the league. They just traded D. Rose for Dennis Smith Jr., Blake Griffin. Check this out, Sam. Did you know this? I had to look this up. I saw somebody tweet about it. I'm like, there's no way that's accurate. Blake Griffin has not dunked in a game since 2019. I wouldn't have went back that far. I would have said in the last year and a half probably, but well, I guess that would be a year depending on so how they, you look at it. The, the first one that I saw was from somebody that stole it from Rachel Nichols. Oh, Rachel okay. Nichols, 2019. For, you know, Blake Griffin, Lob City, did it, everything. Did it say what game it was by chance? It did not, no. It, because it I bet you it was that Sixers Actually, game. The, um, uh Rachel Nichols, a tweet that she, she put out, had a video, and it showed his last dunk. Okay. I can't remember who they were playing, well, though. I, he, I don't. He's yeah. had multiple opportunities to dunk because I do watch him. Yeah. I watch him quite a bit. And I he, watch he the Pistons does, a lot, he, does, he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, uh, he just lays it in now, or he's uh, shooting a jump shot three. That's about it. Yeah, it's uh, DeAnthony Melton has had pretty good career numbers against these guys. Uh, eight points a game, three assists, two rebounds. Defensive stats, not so much. Another intriguing part of this matchup, Jeremy Grant has been playing extremely well in Detroit, doing good things. He's averaging 23.6 rebounds, three assists, career high numbers for him. But Josh Jackson, guy that was in Memphis last year, spent some time. With the hustle, that whole thing was kind of a a fumble job, really, if you ask me. I feel like the Grizzlies could have definitely handled that better. And now looking at, at what he's been doing and, and what the Grizzlies have, I'm like, man, there's some guys that I would have uh, kind of let walk and kept Josh Jackson. But, you know, I don't know if Josh was interested in staying in Memphis after the way that was handled. he had, You know, you never heard anything negative come out of his mouth or anything from his side. But And he's actually really nice if you've actually talked to him. I've, oh, you've yeah, met him man. too, right? Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. I figured yeah. you had. I was about to because that one time I went down and, you know, we were getting autographs and stuff, and he came up and he, I mean, he was so nice. And some players aren't. You know, I've said that before on here, but he well, was. He like, was. Yeah. Not that they're not nice. They're just kind of. You know, yeah, they don't so talk you don't, much. Yeah, you don't get conversation yeah. from everybody. A lot but of times will they him. just walk up and they'll just sign. But Josh Jackson, is he was great. Very, yeah. you know, you talked to I, I remember we had a conversation and other people weren't really talking to him, so he just kept talking to me. Like, he signed 
don't know, 12, 15 autographs right there. And the entire time he was signing, like if somebody else said something, he'd respond to them. But we we carried on a conversation mm-hmm. until he you know until he, he walked away. Yeah, he did. The and you same don't get thing. that from everybody. No, so you know that, no, that you was don't. uh that that was fun. I always enjoy that. I like talking to him. Sometimes I know um when Bruno before they traded Bruno to Houston, uh he had that knee injury mm-hmm. and there was nothing. There was no time frame on when he was gonna be back. And I was sitting there and Bruno was signing autographs and I'm like, Hey Bruno, are you getting close to coming back? And he's like, he said, yeah, probably a couple of weeks. <laughs> and, you know, like, no, nobody, like, we had heard nothing about a, a timetable for his return. And not, you know, not that was a huge return. But sometimes well, when you're I talking mean, to them, you can you can get little stuff that you may not hear from the front office that they may, you know, oh, you can't talk to the press about this. Okay, I'm going to ask you. I'm just going to be like, hey. <laughs> Well, and I w- this is going to be a change of subject, then we can move on. But another one that I remember was Bam Adebayo because he was so cool because he was coming through. We ain't even talking about the Heat. I know, but I want to mention this because it's so cool. You can mention it when we talk about the Heat. Well, match, we ain't talking. I'm, I'm already halfway through my story. Anyway. All right, go ahead. So he came up, and he was just being really nice. And this little kid wanted this autograph. He came up, took pictures with him, and he came up to me, and I said, Bam, will you sign this, please? And he was like, yeah, man, I got you. I was like, it's the only card I got. It's the rookie one. And he was like, oh, yeah, man, that's cool. I was with a girl that day, and he looked up, and she goes, hey. And he winked at her, and she went, oh. And he went, oh. Like, <laughs> I mean, it was it was funny. Mm-hmm. You don't get that from everybody, but it, yeah. was, it was great. Anyway. Good, good interaction with the players yes. is always fun. That's uh, I miss that part of it, going to the games this year. I love watching the games live, but I, I like interacting with the players. That's always a It's always a plus. All right, moving on from the Pistons matchup, the final game of the week is on Saturday against the Red Hot Phoenix Suns. Yes. No pun intended. No, on Saturday. 16-9 and nine on the season, 8-2 and two over their last 10. They're currently fourth in the West on a five-game winning streak. I would not have seen that coming either. I just didn't figure they would be that good. I don't know Man. why, but... So they played good in the bubble, mm-hmm. caught some breaks, obviously. Teams well, were resting did. players. Devin Booker played out of his mind. Then they go and get CP3. And I'll say this. Any team, you look at any team in the league right now that is a fringe playoff team, and you add CP3 to their roster, they're instantly a playoff team. I disagree. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. I like what he brings to the table. I'm not like he's not a LeBron James impact kind of like, but CP three is a winner. He wins wherever he goes. He's unfortunately not won a title in his career. I hate that for him, but he wins. It's what he does, man. He, you know, great point guard takes care of the ball, very low turnovers, good percentages, just a, he makes winning plays. You need guys like him on a team to win a championship. Unfortunately, he's never been on a team that stayed healthy long enough to win a championship. You know, you could argue that some of those Clipper teams were probably, you know, good enough that they could have, but it was always injuries. The uh, What year was it that he – man, I can't remember. The Warriors – 
the Rockets took him to seven games. He hurt his knee in game six. Uh, give me a second. That was that 18, was, 19? I, I believe so because it wasn't that long ago because I remember that game. It's either 17, 18, or 18, 19. I can't remember. I'm going to say it was 18, 19 because he was, he was still with Houston then. Did, was he with them a year after that? Or did he leave? I see. I don't remember. I, I have yeah, to look I can't. That it's up. running together, man. Yeah, I, that's I my know. problem. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, I know the game you're talking about because I remember I actually left the movies and walked directly to the Buffalo Wild Wings that was across the street because I knew that game was on and and yeah. I I hit Brandon. I said we're going over there because I'm I'm watching the end of this and we got over there and started watching and I believe it was. Uh, I'm gonna say it was after. Uh, Ah, you're good. It's it two years. I want to say it's two years ago. Yeah. So again, five game win streak for them. Devin Booker just had a big game against the Seventy Sixers. Dropped thirty six on Ben Simmons' head. Kind of funny, because Doc Rivers was talking about Ben Simmons and how he's a Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman type defender. And then Booker goes out there and blows up on him. <laughs> and I'm just like... That's kind of funny. Ha! <laughs> Put that in your pipe and smoke it, Yeah, there's, a, there's another little backstory type thing between Booker and Simmons that I won't get into because I don't talk about that family on my podcast. Ooh. Sammy B., we are done with the recap or the, the previews. What? Okay, we didn't do this. To beat the Suns... What has to happen? Drop kick Devin Booker in the throat and stop that man. Stop that man. Because <laughs> he is hot. He is he's hot. He's playing good basketball right now. That, that's for sure. Um, that That's going to be a tough matchup for them. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Aiden. Man, I just. Looks like every time that the Suns. Or the Grizzlies play the Suns. Jonas gets hurt. It seems like every time I watch that, Jonas gets hurt. Well, you're banned from that game. The Grizzlies have had enough injuries. No you can't, kidding. You can't watch that one. No kidding. All right. So let's get into five-game week. What's your projection, Sam? How do you see them doing? He's counting it up. He he knew this question was coming, and he still wasn't ready for I it. I know. I'm just figuring. Three, Doing some math. They are, they are going to go two and three. You're being pessimistic this week? What? I missed them being a negative Nancy. Two and three. All right. Who are they beating? Who are they losing to, Sam? Okay. This is the, in a perfect world. Well, in a perfect world, they go five and oh, but I don't see that happening. I think they'll probably lose to the Kings. They'll probably lose to the Pelicans because for some reason they can't beat the Pelicans to save their lives. But I'm going to say they beat the Thunder. They beat the Pistons because if you don't beat the Pistons, well, you... So that's that's your only two wins, the Thunder and the Pistons? Yep, and then losing to the Suns because Devin Booker and everybody else on there, they just like to win for some reason. All right. So... I actually think they're going to go better. I think they're going to win. You're going to win three of them? Three games. Three and two? Yep. Cool. 
I don't think they beat Sacramento at home tonight. I think they come home, they beat the Pelicans for a couple reasons. Number one, I have no idea why I'm picking the Grizzlies because they just haven't beat the Pelicans lately. But I think that they know they should have won that game. They should have won that last game. They, 100%. They won, the, the, you, you avoid that 20-2 to two run. What what happens there? Is it a coaching thing? Should he have made different lineup? Like, what should have happened there? You can argue different points all day long. But the Grizzlies, I think that they know they should have won that game. They come back home to the FedEx Forum with a chip on their shoulder and on a mission to beat the Pelicans. So I think they win the middle three games and then Phoenix comes to town and beats them on Saturday. So I got three and two this week. Sammy Boy's got two and three. Five and oh, I'm changing it. <laughs> no. Five and oh. Two and three. Now I'm sticking with it. All right. We are just about done here. We're going to talk to you about our sponsors. You know about our deal with Manscaped. It's still going. The promo code over there is HoopBall20. Go to Manscaped. Get hooked up on that lawnmower 3.0 with the skin-safe technology. It's not going to pinch you or your boys. It's going to take care of you. Waterproof, you can use it in the shower. Got the LED light on it so you can see what you're trimming. Manscaped lawnmower 3.0 is out. Promo code is HoopBall20. Get over there. Get your stuff from Manscaped. And we talk to you about MyBookie.ag every episode. Not going to pound that too hard today. You know what it is. The promo code is HoopBall. Go over there, get signed up. Let them know we sent you. Get a sign-up bonus. You go over there, you get signed up. You can tweet at Dan Bespris, one of our leaders here at HoopBall, and he has got prizes to give away. If you go and you sign up for the mybookie.ag account, you know mybookie.ag is online sportsbook, more lines, better odds than any other sportsbook out there. Promo code is hoopball. We're gonna get out of here. You can get the show on Twitter at hoopballgrizz. I'm at dwill two one one one. Sam is it is Sam E B eleven eighteen. That is a capital S lowercase a m m y capital B one 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 eight. Sammy, you back with me for the post game tonight? Are you going to dodge the weather? We're going to see what it ends up doing before we make a decision <laughs> on that. <laughs> All right. So we will have a post game. It might be me and Sammy. It may be me and Isaac. Isaac and me. I, somebody will be here with a post game after the Kings game tonight. I got them losing this game, but man, I hope they win. Save some for the Pelicans. That's a. If they win that game and that game alone this week, I will be happy. I'd be all right with that too. I'm. We'll take it one and four. I, I don't that's want okay. them to lose to the Pistons, really. But well, I mean, that's, I don't see that. If happen. they beat the Pelicans, I'm going to be super excited. If, so they anyway. lose, if they lose to the Pistons, something's wrong. Yep. Who knows? Blake Griffin may get traded out of Detroit before Friday's <laughs> game. <laughs> at this rate. You know, I'd be okay with that at this point. They they were talking about. Uh, them attaching a young player or a draft pick in order to move his contract. Eh. Here we go. Thanks for tuning in. We're out of here. Until next time. Go green.
This has been a Hoop Ball presentation.